Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened and how the hell we got here? Well, we just read Isaiah chapter 46. Correct. And in there we had some uh, Disney sounding characters. There was Belle and Nebo. Not not Nemo, (laughs) but Nebo. Yeah, I forgot and, about those guys. And the, uh, the the people that were going to Babylon as like, you know, captives or whatever, they were they were carrying their idols with them. And apparently that was a lot of a burden for them, according to God, because yes, God yes. doesn't like their idols. So mm-hmm. he was like, fuck those idols and their burdens. Mm-hmm. And people were like, but we still have idols. So sorry, man. Right. Even he's like, even un- into Babylon, they had like, them. He's like, thou shall not have those idols and they were like but guess what i did we still do yeah they're still there yeah yeah so that i mean idols even even remnants god does not like idols and the remnants are like but i still have them right right so that was isaiah chapter 46 it was which means that today we're getting into isaiah chapter 47 awesome let's go do this okie dokie Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. We are hopping into Isaiah chapter 47. Okay. And just so you know, this chapter could and should be called Fuck Babylon, Babylon is Fucked. Babylon? I said Babylon. <laughs> In my head, I said Babylon, but my mouth said Babylon yeah. be- because dyslexia. Sure. That, yeah. You blame it on that a lot. I have that. Right. It's not no, my I know. fault. Okay. I say things wrong and it comes out wrong and then but you I thought make dyslexia fun of me. was like transposing letters. You are so stereotyping. No, well, I don't know. It's also, Tell me about it. It's also confusing sounds. Ah. Like your brain thinks you said something or transposes things or just makes noises incorrectly. See, now I learned something. Yeah. But your your mouth doesn't agree with your brain and your sometimes your eyes get into it. And okay. sometimes it's your eyes and your brain and your mouth. Sometimes it's just your brain and your mouth. Sometimes it's your brain and your eyes. Got it. Like, yeah. All it's, kinds of, it's all a kinds mess. of issues. It's yeah. a mess. Right. So I'm sitting here say, thinking, see? Yeah. Thinking, right. fuck Babylon. Babylon is fucked. But my my mouth put the F from fuck with the Babylon. Yeah, so right. It, Babylon. Babylon. Right. See? Yeah, I got it. So anyway, Babylon is fucked. Fuck Babylon. Got it. Okay? Yep. All right. Isaiah 47. Here we sure. go. Okay. Okay. Go sit down. No. Sit in the dust. I'm, what? Virgin daughter Babylon. I don't want to sit in the dust. That's You're not Babylon. He's talking to Babylon. But they probably don't want to sit in the dust either. It, well, he's not talking to any particular person of ba- Babylon. Babylon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, forget it. It's done now. <laughs> it's it's Babylon from now right, on. Right, yeah. Um, he's referring to the city, the personification of the city. Okay. So he's he's talking to the virgin daughter Babylon, like basically as a woman. He's okay. like, you, you know, woman who's never um been been touched you think you're so like innocent and perfect right okay so he's like go sit in the dust sit on the ground without a throne queen city of the babylonians Mm. so he's like he's making fun of the city okay okay? yeah no more will you be called tender or delicate take millstones and grind flour take off your veil lift up your skirts bear bear your legs and wade through the streams your nakedness will be exposed and your shame uncovered. Okay. So he's like just basically calling her a whore and he's like, 
you know, you are pretending to be innocent and nothing, but you are, you know. Isn't, maybe I'm, I'm probably, well, no, okay, I guess Cyrus had conquered Babylon too, mm-hmm. right? Like, that wasn't okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And there's something, there's the Babylonian exile, which is, what was that? That's when, That's, didn't the Babylonians conquer the yeah. Israelites? Yeah. Okay. So this is. This at, is before Cyrus has come to save them. Okay. Okay. All right. This event is taking place okay okay as the babylons thought they were so awesome this right? is so cyrus is this is essentially they're not being awesome anymore because cyrus is coming to destroy them basically or whatever or, right or, exactly or take, take them over yeah anyway. yeah okay yeah all right and you know babylon thought they were so great because they conquered israel right and, and so this is nah, 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 nah. Yeah, exactly. You guys suck. Exactly. Okay. And so and, he's like shaming Babylon the way Babylon shamed the Israelites. And hypothetically, since we're still in Isaiah, this is all a prophecy. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, yes. But it sounds like it's reading more like Chronicles or Kings or something like mm-hmm. that, though. Exactly. So. I will take vengeance. I will spare no one. Our Redeemer, the Lord Almighty, is his name, FYI, okay, yeah. is the Holy One of Israel. Is he? That's what That's what we say. I, I must, must have missed that bit. Yeah, I mean, he only said <laughs> it like a hundred times, right? <laughs> Sit in silence. Go into darkness, Queen City of the Babylonians. No more will you be called Queen of Kingdoms. I was angry with my people and desecrated my inheritance. I gave them into your hand, right. Babylon. Yeah. I gave them into your hand and you showed them no mercy. Even on the aged, you laid a very heavy yoke. You're God. You should have known that. He, well, he he used Babylon as a tool, but then he's mad at Babylon for being the tool that he used. Right. And you know what I mean? Hypothetically, God knows all, so he would yeah. have known that this was going to happen. And he did. So it's I, I, they, I can't understand being angry at something that you know is going to happen. You know? Well, it's basically like... If okay, do you remember in the movie Twenty Eight Days Later? Okay, okay, yeah. So towards the end, spoilers, FYI, if you haven't sure. seen that movie yeah, right. yet, it's a zombie movie, it's one old of the best also. ever. Right. It's not old; it's just not new. At this point, I think we could say it's old. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Let's agree to disagree. Okay. So okay, towards the end, um, Jim is trying the main character guy. Yeah. He's trying to break into the compound to free, um. The girls. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So um, I can't remember their names. The girl is Hannah and I can't remember the the woman who is his partner. Not really that remember. important. Yeah, it's not. So anyway, he's trying to free them, right? Yeah. So he sets loose a zombie who had been chained up mm-hmm. to go attack them. So he set loose the zombie, right? He's using a tool that he knows is going to fuck their shit up. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make him not think that the zombie is bad. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a good analogy, I think. It's okay. God is using a zombie or something bad, the Babylonians, and he's like, but I am still going to, you know, kill you later because you are a zombie right, or but I guess Babylon it's, it's not or just whatever. The, it's, I guess if he was doing that, I would expect him to say, just as I said, this is the way it would go. Right. You know, like, that type of thing. I guess I guess I agree with you in that, but there shouldn't be some so much um, emotional right. malice and and like vehement anger, like yeah. how dare you? Because they were merely a tool, right? 
It's, so it should it, be just, you know how you were bad and how I used you because you were bad and I knew you'd be bad? Yeah, your time's come. Yeah, now I'm going to I'm going to get you. you now. Yeah. Like. As I said, I would. Right. Exactly. Know, like, exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right in that there shouldn't. I don't mind him getting on to them for being bad, but there shouldn't be this. I can't even believe you did that. Right. I just, I, I feel like this God should be speaking more in inevitabilities right. than in than in, in, in emotions. True. So. True. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Right. Okay. You said, this is God, yeah, Isaiah God as God continuing. Right, right, you right. said, I am forever the eternal queen. But you did not consider these things or reflect on what might happen, Babylon. Okay. Now then, listen, you lover of pleasure, lounging in your security and saying to yourself, I am and there is none besides me. I will never be a widow or suffer the loss of children. Hmm. Both of these will overtake you in a moment on a single day. Loss of children and widowhood. I see. Because, you know, I'm God and I'm a son of a bitch. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, oh, I'm sorry. Let me just get this straight. You're going to kill children. Right. Yeah. Babylonian children. From what he's saying, the only thing that they're really guilty of is pleasure and uh, not not taking you as their Lord. to God, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely kill the children. That will totally be justice. Right. I mean, this would be like um, if the zombies could have children, which they can't. So, you know what I mean? Like, even that, like, of course you would kill zombie children because zombie children, like, they still eat people. But these children are not zombies. They're children. So you're saying that he's looking at the Babylonians as less than human. Yeah. Okay. He's looking at the, the Babylonian children as though... It's inevitable that they'll grow up to be sons of bitches instead of as people who are free to make their own choices and can be saved or whatever. Well, I would think that's a fair assessment because, honestly, God has shown that he doesn't care about enslaving other races of people Mm -hmm. in the Bible. So he definitely must think of if we're if we're doing in canon, right, for playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. So he must believe that certain humans, certain people are lesser than, mm-hmm. are not equal to. Sure. So that that has to be his viewpoint. Otherwise, these things don't work for this story, you know? For any of the stories, right, honestly. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has already said that women are less than. Right, know? yeah. Ugh. They will come upon you in full measure in spite of your many sorceries and all your potent spells. Mm. So, like, Babylon was renowned for... Having um, lots of like magicians and stuff. I, I've always wanted to see a real magician. You Me know? too. So I guess I should, if I ever get a time machine, I should go back to the Babylonian times. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. I'm listening to this book right now called um, Acts of Violet. Not violence. Right. Violet. Right. Okay. And it's about a girl who is a magician. Her name is Violet. Mm-hmm. Who disappeared mid-act. And like this is 10 years later. Sure. And her sister and everybody is dealing with, like, the falling out of that having happened. And it's, like, the 10-year anniversary. And so there's going to be, like, this vigil. Um, And so, you know, the question is, was she really magic or was she just a great magician? And um, um, did she um, orchestrate her own disappearance or, you know, did something happen to her? Right. Is she still alive or is she dead? Yeah. Like, that's cool. Anyway, magicians sure. made me think of that. Yeah. 
and um, I'm listening. Well, I mean, I already said it, so I might as well just say a little bit more. I'm listening to the audiobook of it. It is fucking phenomenal because it's like this full blown cast. Yeah. And there's like blog posts and newspaper reports and um, interviews with um, witnesses and stuff. It's really cool. Anyway, if you listen to the audio, let me know what you think. I'm about halfway through it and I'm just intrigued. Gotta know what's gonna happen. Okay. Magicians. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Magic. Okay. Babylon. Right. Okay. Yeah. You have trusted in your wickedness and have said, no one sees me. Your wisdom and knowledge mislead you when you say to yourself, I am, and there is none besides me. Hmm. Disaster will come up. I know, right? It's like he's quoting himself and saying, how yeah. dare you say these things that I say all the fucking right. time. Right, yeah, yeah. It's weird, huh? Yeah. Disaster will come upon you and you will not know how to conjure it away. So he's huh. like, you can do magic, but you can't magic your way out of this, bitches. <laughs> a calamity will fall upon you that you cannot ward off with a ransom. A catastrophe you cannot foresee will suddenly come upon you. Except I just told you, so I guess you can foresee it, question mark? Right. I mean, like, hypothetically, this is a uh, prophecy, so uh -huh, it's already uh -huh. written down. Yeah. So, sure they can. If they read anything, they would know, apparently. Yeah, you just told them. Yeah. Like, it's also, like... Also, if you were keeping a secret... You would think that, I mean, you wouldn't write it down, first of all. And if you did write it down, even if somebody didn't read it, somebody's going to say something about it. You know, like nobody's good at keeping a secret. It's true. So it's true. if it was written down somewhere for hundreds of years, mm -hmm. somebody would have told the fucking Babylonians. Like, hey, FYI, this shit's coming down the stream. Right. It's going to be a car wreck next week. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Keep on then with your magic spells and with your many sorceries, which you have labored at since childhood. Perhaps you will succeed. Perhaps you will cause terror. Mm. All the counsel you have received has only worn you out. Let your astrologers come forward, those stargazers who make predictions month by month. Let them save you from what is coming upon you. Surely they are like stubble. The fire will burn them up. They cannot even save themselves from the power of the flame. These are not coals for warmth. This is not a fire to sit by. <laughs> He's getting up. He's you know, I, I feel like there was not a lot of entertainment back then. Right. So, like, prophecy must have been good entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. these must, I, I it feel, still is, honestly. Right, right, right. But I feel like these guys must have been, like, performers, you know? Because mm -hmm. the Babylonians obviously had some. Like, yeah. that's what he's kind of, kind of referencing here. Yeah. But, like, he's referencing people that are exactly what this guy is supposed to be. Right. Like, exactly. Isaiah is a fucking prophet. He's yeah. telling the future. He's telling things that are going to happen. Yeah. And they're like, ha, look at these people trying to tell the future and things that are going to happen. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. It's... Just the hypocrisy and the backwardsness of, like, the inability to see that you are spouting off exactly that which you rail against is so asinine. It's like, right. It's like listening to Republicans talk about how horrible one thing is, and then, and then they, they just totally twist their brains around to be able to do the opposite. Right, right. Or to, to say the exact same thing is good for them, but not for the other quote-unquote team or yeah, whatever. right. That is all they are to you. These you have dealt with and labored with since childhood. All of them go on in their error. There is not one that can save you. Mm. The end. 
Okay. All your magicians and All prophets are bad. Those Babylonians are fucked. Only mine are good. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I said. This chapter could be called yeah. Fuck Babylon. The Babylonians are fucked. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I concur. Okay. Yeah. So that was a. Uh, I don't think I have anything. Do you have anything else? I have nothing else yeah, to add. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all there was. Magic is cool. I, you know, I want I want to see real magic just once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'd be awesome. You know, it would change my mind about a lot of things. It really would. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we just haven't been to a good enough magic I show. Guess, I guess. Yeah. Right. So uh, that was Isaiah chapter 47. Sure as fuck was. Which means that today is actually Friday. It is. So we'll be back tomorrow with... Q&A Saturday. That's right. And then on Sunday, we'll be back with... Patreon. And then I will get the weekly wrap-up together. And on Monday, we will be back with... Isaiah chapter 48. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 